0: In life's journey, we must seek to reflect, learn, and grow. Welcome to The Road to Rediscovery with your host, Aubrey Johnson.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Road to Rediscovery. I'm your host, Aubrey Johnson. The Road to Rediscovery is about reflecting on past life lessons to learn and grow and to take it to the next level and help others who are struggling through dark times. My special guest was a 2018 Primetime Emmy nominee for Outstanding Actress in a Short-Form Comedy or Drama in her role, for her role, Control-Alt-Delete. She's best known as the first crossover character, the fan favorite, Pepper, on FX's American Horror Story, Asylum and Freak Show, The Season of Apocalypse, Naomi has made number five on IMDb's top 10 breakout stars. She has had an amazing journey and she continues to have her amazing journey. We're gonna hear about her wins, her losses, her challenges, her triumphs. Please help me welcome Naomi Grossman to the show. Naomi, welcome (laughs) to the show
0: thank you thank you so much (laughs) wow i'm exhausted just hearing about all the (laughs) (laughs) i've been through it (laughs)
1: yes you have for sure and uh you know i I'm, i'm i'm very excited for the listeners because i i want them to hear directly from you you know um just a glimpse into the journey that you've had right um you know, just like any of us, we have ups and downs. We have curves. We have inclines. We have all these barriers and challenges and so forth. But um, I, I want to hear it like from first person perspective, right? Uh, let's just start off with uh, sharing with the listeners, um, like uh, where you're from, your upbringing, and and what got you into acting.
0: Uh, well, I was um, raised in, born and raised in Denver, Colorado. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, my parents were uber cultured so uh they were really great about exposing me to you know art and music and uh opera and dance and theater and uh all all performance and so you know Mm. from a really young age uh I remember you know sitting in the audience and thinking that's that's I want to be up there and so uh, and I never I never deviated from that Mm. Um, I was just always uh, hyper focused Um, I got uh, I got involved with like a children's theater company in Denver Mm -hmm. and um, uh, did pretty much any and all uh, there was to do there Um, you know which wasn't much but uh, Mm. you know father-dowling mysteries and, you know, regional commercials and, you know, anything in that, in that area. And, um, uh, which of course sort of took me out of the game temporarily only because, you know, there wasn't a whole lot of work for union actors and (laughs) I went union and then I was sort of had to wait to like, you know, move to Los Angeles and really do it. But, um, (laughs) yeah. So, you know, I was very lucky in that Mm. I had, you know, these two very, supportive supportive parents who were artists themselves. My dad right. was an architect. My mom was a pianist. And right. so they knew what it was to be called, you know, uh, to the arts and mm-hmm. um, to have a, a passion that mm-hmm. it is often unpredictable. <laughs> and um, and uh, yeah, I think because I was so just razor focused, um, right. you know, I never, when people are like, what are you going to be when you grow up? I I was just always like, well I'm already an actress sort of kind of you know I mean <laughs> yeah. listen I wasn't like Drew Barrymore you know what I mean It was not like right, I right. was a child star right. but um in my very small pool uh, yeah. you know I was a I was a pretty big fish <laughs> sure sure you know yeah so. yeah
1: no I can I can totally understand that and um and and apparently in Denver there there are agencies where you can get representation right
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah and uh I I'm from Cincinnati, but I live in North Dallas. And uh, I've, I've lived here for five years, moved from my, my, my day job. But while living in Cincinnati for most of my life, uh, I had representation as I dabble in voiceover and do some on camera stuff as well and some print work. And so I had representation in Cincinnati and then just trying to find that same representation coming from Cincinnati to North Dallas for at least voiceover, you know, that was a kind of a challenge in itself and so forth. But even though, like you said, it's not like a Drew Barrymore, it's not like um, going to Hollywood, but being a pretty good sized fish in the pond that you're in, right? Uh, when, it, when, it, when there were big casting calls, or at least relatively big casting calls for the region or the area that you were in, um, uh, I don't know what you thought, but I would go to a big casting call, I'd open the door and then there's like 36 people sitting there reading copy that looks just like me, <laughs> you know, and mm-hmm. uh, from a, from a self-esteem or a confidence perspective, especially young growing up um, into this industry, um, what was your approach to that? How, how, did, how did that hit you?
0: Um, well, first off, interestingly, as a kind of extreme character actress uh i i have a a different perspective only because um it oftentimes when i walk into an audition Mm -hmm. it's quite the opposite no one looks like me we Ah. all look like total freaks like you know what i mean i'm not kidding it's not uncommon for me to i walk in and and literally the you know the break time the breakdown is you know odd character types you know what I mean so they don't necessarily say you know petite white women they say just (laughs) character types and my agent knows that's Naomi but guess Uh what that's also like tiny Asian people and giant black men and you know like everybody in between like it's it's like um so it's funny uh that you know it's true I I I know what you mean because I've been to those Calls yeah. where yeah. you know it's oh well they needed redheads and because it's like this sea <laughs> of redheads but in my right, right. case it's actually kind of it's similar it's it's different um in that regard and but it's also kind of freeing because i i i don't feel like i'm in competition with all the you know i don't look at um uh, you know, petite white women as, right. you know, my nemesis. Like right, if right, anything, right. I figure if they want my flavor, flave like that, this is what I'm bringing. Like if yeah, they want yeah. a tiny Asian guy, I ain't, I ain't it. So, right, right. you know, it's, it's kind of nice to just like own it, own yourself. And, sure. um, and if they want it, well, they know where to get it. Gotcha. Um, yeah. I, gotcha. uh, but I, I, Something else uh, occurred to me that you were talking about, um, which is it's sort of a new revelation for me, um, only because I've well, two things. COVID has has done a number on me, like mm. you know, as yeah. it has all a lot of us. Of course, but I think that um, this is a time, especially where a lot of us are looking to for some guidance, some therapy, some religion, some something, some something to hope (laughs) and help us. And um, I uh, am not a a religious person. But I am spiritual, and yes. um, I've been, just recently, I've had a, some auditions, and I feel, uh, you, you know, uh, of course, it's all over Zoom now, and I'm so rusty, because, you know, once upon a time, I was doing it all the time, so sure. I you know, yeah. but now it's like, oh my God, there's an actual work opportunity, you know, right, and, and right. so the stakes are really high. Like you've <laughs> got to kill it because you don't know when you'll get another one. Right. And that's a really kind of toxic mentality. Um, so uh, I actually, I I've, I've found myself like feeling real anxiety um, sure. in a way that I hadn't before. And mm-hmm. so I actually, I did, I, I like, went to church and that's something I haven't done since you know I was a girl and right right but um and and I like I even like confided in them about how I said um you know I I, I, I'm I'm dealing I have this anxiety and I don't know why because I was never this way especially when I was a little girl like especially Mm. when I was that you know yeah medium-sized fish in the small pond of the pond of Denver um right. and I think because I was you know I, I'd go to Sunday school with my grandpa that was sort of our little thing right and I was sort of filled with all this like this good juju like I yeah I remember them you know telling me like you're God's little perfect child and um you know that's debatable I'm sure I have had plenty of you know ex-boyfriends that would probably argue with that (laughs) but um but it's a good it's it's a it's a healthy starting place certainly and and I think I'd sort of gotten away from that and mm-hmm. um, and I remember them. And again, I am so not a Jesus freak, so I don't mean to, like, take us there. Right, right, but, no, uh, no, it's fine. But someone, yeah. and especially if anybody is listening to this who's heard other interviews, they'd be like, wait, what? What happened to Naomi? She drank some, <laughs> like, crazy Kool-Aid. But this is literally, like, this is breaking news. <clears throat> this happened just last week. Uh, the, when I, you know, confided in these people, they said yeah. to me, um oh gosh, what was the exact quote? Oh, cause I was, I, I said, I have this huge audition tomorrow and I like, I'm, yeah. I'm afraid, like, what if I botch it? And right, they right. said, how can you be unqualified when you have all the qualities of God? Mm. And I was like, oh my god it's so true uh, yeah. here I am losing his name and right but you know what I, mean? I was like <laughs> yeah yeah wow it's so true and yeah. that is something that I think and this I'm coming back around finally sure sure yeah. something that I was instilled in me very young I had right. a real like confidence yes and so even when I would walk into those big big um calls like you say right I don't know I was like I own this, or or and it wasn't a matter of like y'all just re- retire. I'm yeah, you know yeah. they're hiring me. It yeah. wasn't that. Right, right. Um, it was more just like I'm 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 being taken care of here. Like yeah. I've I've got everything I need to to do to do this job, and it's really just a matter of them picking me o- over this person or that person. And even then, like yes. <laughs> Anyway, so that was sort of a cool revelation for me um, of late because I was thinking, I was like, why am I, I've been doing this my whole life. There's never a time when I wasn't doing this. And so where is this like new found sort of anxiety coming from? And I, that's when I went back and I went like, you know, what was I doing before? And I think what I was, was like really filling myself with, um, inspiration and 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 confidence i think you know a lot of it is like it's a mind game and Mm -hmm. definitely you know sitting at home alone listening to the you know the horrible news is not doing at least me any favors so no
1: no you're right it's one tragedy after another (laughs) Um, number of positive cases increase the number of deaths increase Uh, Plus, you know, this past summer right with the uh, just with the police brutality, the social injustice, just one thing on top of another on top of another another almost like a perfect storm right, but I love 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 what you said uh, earlier about, you know, during this whole pandemic people have been looking for some type of beacon in the night, right? Mm-hmm. Something that they can hold on to something that they can uh, be uh, feel, a uh, feel a sense of assurance or reassurance from. Right. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and I, and, you know, I'm a hopeless optimist. Okay. So I mm-hmm. look for the silver lining in just about everything that's bad. Now I'm still realist, Okay. If it's, if it's something that's bad and needs to be addressed, we address it, but I still look for that silver lining. So, you know, with uh, with with what has been going on with the pandemic, and like you said, just being in you know four walls around you, uh, mm-hmm. and you know just listening to all this negativity feeding within you, um, you have done a tremendous job, I have to say, and how you shared this with me, going back to church and 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 what you were told during that you know confiding in someone mm-hmm. of recentering yourself, just recentering yourself to how you were before this tidal wave of anxiety came in right and a lot of people are feeling that
0: mm-hmm. well and i think it is important for people to know like mm-hmm. insert word god for whatever it is for you you know what yeah, i mean yeah. it, it's I, i'm not, i don't want to alienate anyone by thinking um you know that th- this is some sort of like right religious it's not it's about right. for me uh, like I said it's 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 about perspective yes and for me and and I can trace it back like I mean gosh and I, I not just you know even pre-pandemic yeah, yeah there were times in my life when the world was crashing down
1: <laughs> yes yes
0: but it wasn't like it was this it, mm. the world was the same as it always was but yeah. i was just seeing it that way same as just right now like i'm in the same <laughs> same shirt i was wearing in march you know what <laughs> I, mean? I i've changed my underwear a few times but you know what i mean like, yeah 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 like at the end of the day like when you think about what we've just kind of been through yeah. like we're still inside our houses yeah. uh, we're, we're like not so not a lot has changed and yet for me anyway a lot has changed. Like, yes. you know, when when this first started, mm-hmm. I didn't think. I mean, it's funny, like all the memes, you know, yeah. and yeah. people, you know, uh, they're all hairy and like you know hair coming mm-hmm. out all kinds of uh, odd places. Like that's yeah. how I was, like day two. You Quarantine know, I hair was. And all. <laughs> yeah, no, I I was I was I panicked at the at the wow. very outset, yeah. mostly just yeah. because. I am super duper social, mm-hmm. and I, but I also live alone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so the idea of like, it was like, oh my God, I'm never going to see another human. Yeah. And you yeah. know every single thing that I had on my v- normally very fabulous social schedule was right, right. gone, just mm-hmm. overnight gone. Yeah. And um, including work, obviously. Right. Um, whereas like, it's still the case. Like yeah. you're still, this is the only conversation I've had today and I don't know when I'll have one next, you know, um, but at the same time, like my, my, my pr- perspective on it has changed. Like, I know I'll have another conversation. <laughs> like, right. Right. Um yeah. you know, and, and I know at least for me, mm-hmm. um, what's really been my sort of the secret sauce is right. staying creative. Awesome. Be, because awesome. that's what I was doing, it, like, you know, in March, when my social planner went, you know, mm-hmm. chucked mm-hmm. it, uh, yeah. <laughs> I had to fill the time in some way, and right. I mostly filled, you know, a lot of people filled it, like, you know, baking, and make, doing puzzles, right, and, right, you know, right. overeating, like, yeah. I, uh, you know, I, I didn't do any of those things, but um, yeah. uh, it took... You know how they say about you know writing yeah. it's one of those things where you uh, it's not uncommon to like you know alphabetize your junk drawer oh, before sure. right, you know right. what i mean like do yep. everything before you actually finally sit down and write yeah. and that's what i did mm-hmm. but then finally i would say probably come you know april may i yeah. got pen to paper and man i it's like a whole new naomi like yeah. I. It, it, and not only that but now mm-hmm. I'll have, I have a whole new, um, you know, a, a baby to show, f- share for it. I I-, yeah. I shouldn't use those words, but truly <laughs> it's like, it takes like nine months, right? It yeah, took yeah. nine months and I've got this brand new, you know, uh, uh show that I've written that I am so proud of and um and who knows maybe i mean don't get me wrong i've written other one one woman shows before so it's not like i needed a pandemic for this to happen (laughs) but it it kept me in the house it kept me without any excuses or you know anything else to do and it kept
1: you creating Mm -hmm. right yeah it kept you creating so um you know i'm a big fan and thank you for sharing that because i'm a big fan of um of trends and I believe there's a, some sort of a belt curve or trend when it comes to, um, and I hate, I hate to keep coming back to this pandemic, but uh, when, when, it, when all this started to, like, go sideways in March, right, so uh, a lot of us uh, had this thought, oh, well, it's only two or three weeks and then we'll get back to normal, Right. And so after the first week, after the second week, it's like, oh, no, it's going to be longer than this. And then we kind of we take this nosedive you know, uh, from a mindset perspective, from a daily habits perspective, uh, because, uh, like you said, things are so impacted, your social life, uh, your employment, you know, all sorts of different things. And then, like you, you have this point of realization, this point of realization that says, OK, this is a slippery slope. I can't continue to be going in this pattern no matter how long this thing lasts. Okay. There's something I got to do to kind of uh, get myself out of that rut. And being creative was your outlet, was your solution, your secret sauce. I really mm-hmm. appreciate you you sharing that, you know. Um uh, and, and what 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 helped you come to that realization? Was it that confiding and the spiritual side that you mentioned? No, no,
0: not at all. Uh, okay. Uh, it, it's happened twice before. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I have found myself in ruts before. Yeah, and yeah. in uh, two come to mind. Okay. And in both cases, my creativity is what saved me. Mm-hmm. Um, in the... The first case i uh, I moved to Los Angeles maybe mm, three years prior. Right. I just uh, you know I got, gotten my degree in theater from Northwestern University, which is a yeah. you know very prestigious theater school you know mm-hmm. uh, a lot of big actors come out of there, and mm-hmm. you know a lot of actors don't even graduate out of there and or, boom there are you know big stars like you know Zoe <laughs> de Chanel didn't even yeah. finish and she's got a sitcom so mm. it was one of those things where I was like I did finish and so I'm like well I'm ready for my close-up so yeah, you know I right. came, I came to Hollywood I was you know ready I was available at any time mm-hmm. to start my mm-hmm. sitcom and mm-hmm. it just didn't happen it didn't happen like that and mm. um, and uh, you know but I was I'm a hustler and I was uh, doing my thing, whatever that was, it was, um, at the time it was, uh, mostly going to the, the corner, um, uh, you know, newsstand, buying the, you know, drama log or whatever backstage West and, uh, combing the, you know, what are they looking for? And, um, and then I, you know, send off my headshot. And after about three years of this, I was like this, sucks like this is (laughs) not what I got my degree in like going to the post office like I was and I realized like wow I want to act but I'm not acting like no you're pitching
1: yourself all over
0: Yeah, yeah and yeah and it was in but it was exhausting it wasn't it's not what I wanted to be when I grew up so I realized well I'm not being cast in a traditional way so I'll cast myself so Mm -hmm. once again you know I never really fancied myself a writer but honestly with the exception of American Horror Story like the majority of the you know meaty roles I've ever had I gave myself yes Um. at the time I I went ahead and I oh gosh I, I'm now I'm thinking where how I want to edit this story because you could, it could give you the long version or the, the shorter one, but mm-hmm. um, I basically I got to writing and I, yes. I wrote uh, eventually one of my my first one woman show um, right. and uh, And listen, it didn't I mean, that was in 2001 and mm-hmm. all sorts of amazing things came of it. I mean, I was mm-hmm. uh, nominated for an LA Weekly Theater Award. Wow. I was, um, you know, it was, uh, it, it, it was great, but it I can't say it actually translated into Hollywood. Like, right, you know, right. Hollywood still didn't know I existed, but right. I did and all, and that changed everything. So while yes. I can't say that mm-hmm. it, necessarily open any doors in hollywood it kept me in hollywood knocking on doors you know what i mean
1: because you kept doing what you love what you love right
0: right i realized like you know i I yeah it, it reignited that passion that thing that I, ah. I I found back in Denver you know when I was yes. at the theater you know yes. watching wishing it were me I yes. I realized I I all of a sudden it, it was me and I was doing it and no one you know was watching really <laughs> like I wasn't getting any sort of real uh commercial uh right. success for it per se yes. but yeah. um it, I I I've, I was in the game again, and it right, felt right. good. So again, uh, it was all perspective. Yes. Um, and that that was the first time uh, mm-hmm. that I realized, like, I am actually the master of my own destiny. Like, totally. I can incite these changes in my life. Yes. I, I, this is not, what, the 1940s, where you sit at the Formosa Cafe and wait for, you know, someone to offer you a three picture right. deal like that right. just ain't happening no. like you know you got a you got a youtube channel yep. put something up you know yeah. 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 yeah like there's nothing stopping us and and in any case that was that was the first time um and the second yeah. time was honestly it was the same same story i yeah. i had um I done that first one one-woman show, which is a great success. Then mm-hmm. I, from there, I went on to the Groundlings Theater, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. a um, very well-known theater here in Los Angeles. Yeah. A lot of huge community, community uh, comedians came out of there. Yeah. Um, I mean, you name it. Uh, mm-hmm. Melissa McCarthy was there while I was there. Uh, Kristen Wiig was there while I was there.
1: Hilarious.
0: Uh, I, 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 I mean, there's no yeah. one not hilarious that's come yeah. out of there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh in any case i came out of there and um i uh and and just to give a little backstory, um it's the groundlings is this um very competitive place where all people that have ever been even remotely funny um you know go and um so it starts as this massive pool of funny people but then mm-hmm. and then it, it's like this pyramid system um where by the end you know it, it's like survivor like at the end right, right. there's this like yeah. one or two on the island and i can tell uh-huh. you like on in my particular case um you know we started as like thousands and then mm-hmm. uh we worked up to there were 14 in my final cast uh wow. the, the, the sunday company and then of that mm-hmm. 14 they cut 10 overnight so only four remained. And of those four, uh, only one actually became a groundling. So, you know, one won the million dollars and she actually wow. went on to Saturday Night Live. So, okay. you know, you yeah. get an idea. Like it's very sure. competitive. I mean, it's sure. probably faster to like become an astronaut, you know,
1: <laughs> <Right>.
0: <laughs> you know, you're more likely to go to the moon than yeah. you are, you know, become a groundling. In any case, <laughs> I mean, I'm kind of exaggerating a lot. <laughs> but i will say this i i was once interviewed by adam carolla who mm-hmm. i will say is the funniest person i've ever met
1: a lot of people even, love his his brand of character or of, of comedy yeah, yeah you know
0: and i wasn't even necessarily a massive fan but it was right. one of those things where just in the interview i was like Oh my god. I I I don't even want to open my mouth cuz anything <laughs> I say and, and where he's interviewing me. So I have to open yeah, my mouth. But sure. everything that he I say is taking away uh, from what he might say and he's he's like ridiculously funny and smart. Right, right. In any case, uh, even he he made it. What did he tell me? I want to say he was like cut after like intermediate or whatever. Like yeah. so so that will give you an idea of just how sort of competitive and like crazy this place is,
1: that is in any
0: case i so there was this you know one night we we all got a call or at least 10 of us did telling us you know thank you for your your service you're no longer needed and mm. that's it's hard it, you know it's, it's yeah. almost like a yeah. breakup like i'd really given yeah. myself to to these people and then all of a sudden yeah. it was like don't come back right and so that was hard because yeah. i Uh I really, I thought once again, like, I, I mean, I had it all worked out. Like, yeah, okay, yeah. so I didn't get my sitcom the minute I, you know, moved out from Northwestern. Um, mm. But this way, I was gonna, you know, Lauren Michaels was gonna come see me on some Sunday. <laughs> right. He'd pluck me up. He'd send yep. me to New York. I'd be yep. on the show. Then I'd do some great standout character like Pat, or, you right. know, you name it. And then yep. then that would become like a spinoff movie. And then, and then yeah. I'd just be like a bazillionaire. That yeah, was the yeah. plan. And it never occurred. <laughs> to me that maybe the plan might take a few other turns right. um right. and so when all of a sudden they were like don't come back i was mm-hmm. like well, rah, how is lauren michaels gonna find me and uh, yeah. or, uh, like my plan <laughs> was foiled <laughs> right so right. i and not only that but my confidence was just shot mm. so i you know because i thought well gee whiz they're the authorities you know they know everything about all things funny so I figured okay well I you know I'm I must suck so I basically did all the things that I'd been um denying myself like you know having a boyfriend and getting a real job and I you know I kind of resigned myself to just being a a normal person which I I hadn't even bothered to try to be Mm -hmm. um and I realized that i am not a normal person like i am not a particularly good girlfriend (laughs) and i uh i so i quit that um i mean i didn't quit boys altogether i just quit well that's a whole other conversation understood (laughs) that's
1: okay understood
0: but uh i i I, unfortunately couldn't quit the job um i was a a spanish teacher Uh, little actor side job at the time couldn't Mm -hmm. afford to quit that but uh uh, what I really couldn't afford to do was not create anymore right because I I took a whole year off I was a I was a girlfriend and Spanish teacher for a whole year and I realized one year in I was like this is not me right I am not happy and you know like I said I let go of what I what I could and Mm -hmm. and I realized like I need, to, I need to be creative. Like, that's yeah. what is missing from my life. Right. And, and um,
1: it's at the and, core you know, of who you are.
0: It is. And yeah. I real, yeah. I so I, I basically started to think about it like, okay, I've mm-hmm. been here before. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. W- and I realized, well, when was I happiest? It's probably when I was, you know, writing that first solo show. So I, right. you know, right. I basically sat down and wrote a second um and and sure enough uh, with very similar results um again it was just it was wildly it, it, well received um it was you know extended here in la sold out runs rave reviews yeah, it was transferred yeah. to the west end in london and the edinburgh fringe i nice. did it at the fringe festival in new york i've even nice. like traveled nice. around to colleges doing it like yeah. it's it's really like it's again. It's my baby. <laughs> this yeah. is this was my second, and um, um, I have no children, by the way. Um, but <laughs> these are my these are my babies, and yeah. Uh, yeah. and again, same thing. Like I I they did not it did not translate into right. um, you know s- uh, commercial uh, right. success right. in, in right. Hollywood necessarily, yeah. but. I was you know I'm still in the game. I'm still standing. Uh I still love it. I'm still doing it. Yeah. And I really do believe that I mean that's the name of the game. Like you're definitely not going to succeed if you're not doing it, if you're not still in it. Well,
1: absolutely right. And you've touched on a few things. Number one, you know, doing it because it's what you love. It's your mm-hmm. passion. Mm-hmm. It's not you you're not doing it for the reason of becoming famous or mm-hmm. to be on this show or that show right and then a couple a few seconds ago you mentioned some operative words that i, I that really resonated with me and i want to make sure the listeners understand these these words and their meaning okay mm-hmm. it was when you said it was when you were thinking to yourself and you said okay i've seen this before right and it was those two examples that you provided, okay, those two times when, when you had some major challenges and setbacks to where it made you doubt yourself, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Like that second time when you said, oh, I've seen this before. That is at the essence and core of what the road to rediscovery is all about. Right? Mm. It truly is. That's where you rediscovered your passion. That's where you rediscovered, you know, what, what drives you you know, and and sometimes we have to go through those challenges to, to, to realize that, and, and, and and that's what you did, and to your credit, I mean, um, I have to say, uh, you know, Naomi, your resilience and your spirit, um, it's, it's, it permeates, it really does, and I'm feeling your vibes, I'm feeling your energy, and so I want to thank you for that, okay, because uh, in the midst of the energy and the spirit that you have, you know, we all have setbacks. Okay. But how do we respond to them? Right. Right. And and you exactly. And you've shown me through your resilience and your spirit, how you respond. It wasn't the exact type of future that you kind of, kind of, you know, and we all do this, that we kind of see ourselves in, in some Uh, uh, mental crystal ball or something, right? Uh, Mm -hmm. It it, it always turns out to look like something different than what we imagine on the front end. But you kept your eyes on the prize by doing what you love and staying creative. And another thing I'll say real quick is um, you followed a a quote from Abraham Lincoln, you know, where he once said, uh, perhaps the best way for us to predict our future to create it and that's Mm. what you did i mean you know Mm. i I really have to commend you for your resolve and resilience in navigating through those times because that's what i love when my guests share with the listeners you know how they responded to those times
0: yeah no it's uh oh that just gave me shivers um yeah i mean don't get me wrong like it 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 took a minute you know i didn't just sure it's not you, easy. It's you, never easy. No, I mean, I'll never forget. Yeah. After I first got that call from the Groundlings, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I remember, uh, you know, I had like all kinds of little odd, odd, uh, you know, actor jobs like, yeah, um, yeah. you know, passing out gum and right. keychains at the bar or whatever, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and I remember, um, I remember I got a call to do something like that and, and the Groundlings mm-hmm. had just happened. And I was like, oh my God, like from hero to zero, like, wow. I was like yesterday, I was like hoping Lauren Michaels was out there. And now I'm on a street corner passing out packs of gum. Mm. Like this is, and, and I remember wearing a wig, like a, a giant wig that no one would recognize me in Hmm. because I was so embarrassed of who Mm. I was and Mm. what what I'd become and yes and and (laughs) shockingly I saw a friend out on the street and she was like Naomi and I remember looking at my own like very close friend in the eyes and literally like Pretending I didn't know who she was. Yeah, which yeah, is yeah. Ridiculous. <laughs> like, right. She knows you. <laughs> she knows me. Throw I have a face that not everybody has. Like it's, <laughs> it's ridiculous. But I was, I was just, I just hated who I was in that in that moment. And and you know, honestly, like at the start of COVID was no different. Like I was, I was legit like ugly crying. Like I didn't, I and it was not rational and not, <laughs> I, 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 um, it, 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 but it's not, it's, I, I think you said uh, something that was profound. Um, you said a lot of things, but something about, you know, it's how, how you deal with it. Right, right um and you know if now if i were still ugly crying you know 11 months in then we got a problem you know what i mean <laughs> right, right if i were still passing out gum with a, a wig on trying to be yes. pretending it's not me yeah. we'd have a problem but yeah. the fact is like yes we we you know I, it's okay to have those like dark days <laughs> it is where you're out yeah. on a street corner passing out gum okay yes. like yes. you know but as, as long as at the at the end of the day, you're able to step away and like, you know, yes. come through and overcome.
1: Yeah. 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 No, you, you gotta have that time to step away, breathe, recenter yourself, just like how you did during during this time, right? I mean, you recentered mm-hmm. yourself, found that beacon so that you can get back to the essence and core of who you are, which is your creativity, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, to me, that is tremendous. And another thing that I really want to appreciate you for, Naomi, that I I do appreciate you for, is your transparency in opening yourself up to share with the listeners in painting a a great picture of where you were mentally and physically at that time, handing out pamphlets, wearing the wig, Okay. Um, from, from one day, you know, just making your plans for Lauren to meet you and, and then whisk whisk off to New York City to be on mm-hmm. the SNL set uh, to being on the street corner with a wig handing out pamphlets. Right. <laughs> I mean, I mean, what a disparity for sure. Uh, and, and you shared, you know, mentally. How you were feeling, you know, emotionally, how you were feeling. And the example with your friend running into you, I mean, that really, really paints a picture because a lot of people feel that bad about themselves, you know, where they don't want to admit who they are in front of their friends, uh, even though they know their friends are not going to be fooled, right? Yeah, that's tough.
0: That is tough. Well, you know, that also. Uh, it, it's interesting how these all these stories sort of connect. I never thought of it this yeah. way until we got to talking. Yeah. But um, the, just the same as when uh, the first time around, mm-hmm. um, when I was you know banging my head against the wall, uh, wondering why all my mail errors, you know mailing all my headshots wasn't working, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I uh, oh my gosh. I had it, it had it, and then it went away.
1: Um, It happens to be a lot. Oh, gosh,
0: it was so profound, too. Oh, it'll come back, it'll come back. Um, It'll come
1: back, yeah, not a problem, not a problem. Sorry, sorry. No, 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 you're (laughs) perfectly fine, Naomi. In fact, we'll keep talking when it comes back, just say, hey, Aubrey, I got it, you know, because I've had it and I've lost it many times when you know oh i, uh, I
0: remembered it i already see, remembered there
1: it. you go okay you can
0: edit that out if you want um <laughs> uh no i i this what was really plaguing me in that yeah. uh, you know not only was i you know i was wasting all this money on postage and for what you know yeah, um, yeah. but I, you know, I really like at that age, you know, 22, 23, yeah. you're kind of lost. Like, again, you spent a bunch of money to get this, <laughs> this diploma and like, what do you yeah. get for that? Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and, uh, but, and I, you know, it, it's very common people ask questions like, so how long are you going to give this? And, you know, um, time has a different, in any case, I remember really kind of looking deep inside and, and thinking like, maybe I'm on the wrong coast. You know what I mean? Maybe Mm I, you know, I moved out to Los Angeles because uh, of the weather. (laughs) And um, I had a a boyfriend from college at the time who uh, was a PA on friends. And that was like, Oh my god, you've made it in Hollywood. If you're getting Jennifer <laughs> Aniston's coffee, you're you're yeah. like basically, yeah, you're ne- the next yeah. big thing. Yeah. You made it. Um, yeah. In any case, so you know, there were obvious reasons that brought me to LA, but like mm-hmm. I thought, gee, was maybe I came to the wrong coast? Maybe I should be doing theater? Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe I should be in New York City? Mm-hmm. Um um and I I mean, I also thought, well maybe I'm supposed to go home. I don't know. Like that's where, you know, a lot of people just pack up and go yeah. go back to where they came from. Right. And the thing that cut me, <laughs> um, well, I never really was a Denver person, but. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, and and, and I'm not, not hating on Denver. Um, no, no. But, yeah. you know, um, the thing that really kept me was my pride. Mm. The idea of having to see, you know, <laughs> whoever uh, yeah. I, I i could drop names you they won't mean anything to you um back at
1: denver you mean if you went yeah there. Yeah, yeah. yeah my yeah. high
0: school so and so you know the, yeah. the homecoming king or the yeah. uh um, to see them at the safeway right home and like oh what happened oh it yeah. didn't work out that was so Like that's a horror, that was a horror movie to me. I I, I, like under no circumstances could they have the satisfaction of knowing that it did not work out. I would rather disappear and have them never hear from me again than get to see me like that. Gotcha. And you know and I think that's very real it's why we don't go to our reunions unless we've you know done hey. something remarkable and and even then we sometimes we <laughs> lie and we invented post-it notes in order to go back but yeah yeah um, yeah I I do think that pride you know it's the same thing that kept me um that made me wear that wig that day yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. i my pride would not allow me for people to see me even though no one knew no one knew me at the time mm-hmm. uh but still i didn't want the same people that might come to the Growlings theater and see me on a sunday to see me on a monday on the street corner with exactly. a bag of pamphlets or gum or whatever yeah so yeah. i i do think that pride is you know what do they say it always cometh before the fall like yeah. <laughs> that right. in my case it mm-hmm. it was the thing that uh, yeah, it, it was a it was a dangerous thing. I mean, I I'm, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I am. It, it kept me here, right,
1: right, yeah. <laughs> it kept me in yeah. it
0: for no. better or for worse.
1: Well, no, I mean, you know, I don't know. Everyone has a different outlook on pride. My outlook on pride is, um, it's like fire. How man uh, created right. fire, right? Um, mm-hmm. If used right it could help you flourish. It could help you advance or grow. Mm Uh, if used in the wrong context, uh, it can be the fall to your point. Like you said, it can be the fall. And so if, if you have something motivating you that is like associated with your pride, just like what you mentioned, not wanting to go back there and give them the satisfaction of saying, Oh yeah, you came back. I didn't make it. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. You know, uh, there's some pride behind that, uh, but you know it's also confidence in your ability, mm-hmm. and, and, and the love and passion. So it's not just pride, but it's pride coupled with that passion for creativity and to express yourself. Right, uh, all of that combined to me is a good way of harnessing that pride along with the other elements. You know, for your growth, for your success. I think. Well, and
0: just like I, I love the fire analogy, but it's true. Like let's face it, I had an ego as a little girl, (laughs) you know what I mean? (laughs) To be able to walk into a giant cattle call and have no fear, and to just feel like, well, I'm God's perfect child, so this is a cinch. Uh, You know, wow, (laughs) like, that's, that's, it's that same, like, confidence that I was struggling to, to find just last week. Um, and you're
1: much older. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And way more experience. Like this is not my first rodeo. It was then not now. And yet, um, (laughs) yeah, that, that pride is, uh, yeah, it it can burn you or it can, you know, keep you warm.
1: Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, hundred percent. So Naomi, I want to talk a little bit about the beautiful art that's behind you if we can and and then from there i'd love to talk about your new show if that's okay yeah all right awesome so i see a lot of colors i see facial expressions Mm. i see uh (laughs) the exaggeration of different uh body parts uh facial Mm -hmm. parts uh i i see a lot of stuff going on there and and i know when it comes to art okay uh art you could be in music. You could be in dance. You could be an actor. You know, you could be in theater, uh, ballet. I mean, a, a lot of different things. Um, you know, that 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 is under the umbrella of of arts. Um, number one, who did this work? And number two, if it's you, mm-hmm. can you explain some of the some of the emotions and the. Uh, the, the motivation and inspiration behind uh, one or two of the
0: pieces? Sure, I mean, so this is a whole room. It's, uh, I mean, it's it just, it doesn't end. Well, it does end, there's four <laughs> walls. Um, no. But it, it just keeps going. Um, yeah. uh, in, in every case, it was uh-huh. fan made. Um, for the most part, it was something that was given to me at a Comic Con. Gotcha. Um, okay. Uh, and uh, like fan so, art. and fa- Absolutely. Yeah. It's all, this is pretty much all Pepper from American Horror Story. Yeah. Um, yep. uh, and in almost every case, I remember very specifically that person coming to me and saying, you know, I painted yes. you. Yes. and i'm like oh my god i have to take a picture <laughs> with you and yes, i'm gonna yes. post it and you know and then they're happy and of course i'm happy yeah um i mean so i could just tell you like this one this is fabulous huge oh, i love
1: that like, Look at that. it's
0: basically it's as tall as i am is it um,
1: really you can looking.
0: see it's taller than me oh, uh uh-huh. that's a piece but of anyway. work Oh, I know. This um, came from, uh, that was in Canada. Okay. Uh, uh, let's see, what else? Uh, this this pink one here yep, yep. came from an artist in um, Orlando, Florida. <laughs>
1: Very creative.
0: Um, behind me here, this the scale is terrible. I look huge and this looks tiny. This is this is actually huge. I am tiny. Oh um, really? <laughs> but this painting is yeah. uh, or charcoal actually came from Sao Paulo, Brazil. Um, oh beautiful.
1: Yeah. You're international. You're international. Oh
0: absolutely yeah, i mean no doubt. I, i've been everywhere from moscow to melbourne doing exactly beautiful. this meeting fans and yes, yes, you know signing autographs so uh and but yeah it's uh this room in you know it's funny i remember once uh having a a gentleman caller um mm-hmm. i, I <laughs> we we made it in here and he he was like, "Wow." Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, wow, you only have like 500 photos of yourself? What, like ego much? Um, and, and I just remember thinking like this isn't going to work. No, like No. You don't get it. Like no. <laughs> um, right. Right. no, no. This is like I my art inspired yeah. others art.
1: Absolutely. And Absolutely. This is
0: this is my trophy room like this is the same way you you know put the antlers of the deer you hunted up on your wall like these are my antlers like I great
1: analogy great yeah yeah Yeah. and
0: like so you know to me this is no different than when you you know your your kid does draw a painting and and you put it up on the on the refrigerator like my baby's for this like this is what my work like and uh, you know i think oftentimes in uh, actors um get kind of a bad rap for uh for being sort of self-centered and it all being just about them um but i actually and i've only recently come to to believe this that our work is not just about getting our face out there it's about giving we're actually doing a a, a public service a you know service. in, in, in many service. cases absolutely you know especially now during COVID I mean my yep. god where would people be without their Netflix account that's right I, <laughs> I that's think right. and so I realized like I brought I brought you know uh, uh, something that, that moved these people to to do this I mean I've never I've been plenty moved by plenty of, you know, film and television sure. yeah, in, yeah. in my life. I've never sat down and painted a
1: right. character.
0: Right. So I, I'm really, I'm inspired by by this room yes. and it it's where I go to just feel good.
1: I really appreciate you sharing that with us because um, it, it shows your appreciation for, uh, for those who appreciate the work you do. Right. And like you said, your art inspired this art from them. You know, I mean, what well, kind of? Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. it's
0: uh, I, I think I I do I get that too at Comic Cons. So They're like, "What you're so?" I can't believe you put my painting. I can't believe you. And I'm like, of course I did. Like yeah. it's the like it's first of all it's art. Like yes. it's beautiful. Like yeah, how could I with like a conscience like fold it up and put it in a you know storage yeah. like yeah. now it needs to be seen That's right. but like we are nothing without our fans like truly yeah. I, I, I believe me I think again I went a really long time without fans you know yeah yeah and, yeah you know I was acting for Ever before anybody knew who I was, Um, Mm -hmm. and so I uh, have a special appreciation. Um, You know, I I, sometimes I see actors at Comic Cons like refuse to smile in a photo or whatever. They're Mm -hmm. just you know jaded, like they've been doing this forever, and they're just like, "Ugh." And I feel the opposite. I'm like, like I'm still there's a part of me that is still like, "This is my first time." Like that's how I feel. Like, Mm -hmm. oh wow, like that person like yeah. went and worked a job so that they can buy a selfie with me. Like,
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: but like, wow, that it, it's it's meaningful.
1: It's very meaningful and, and, and inspiring. I mean, you're inspired by the efforts they've gone through and they're inspired by your work for sure.
0: Well, and like, what's that expression? If it falls in the forest and no one's there to hear it, did it fall? Like right. I can act my pants off Mm -hmm. and if no one sees the act who cares right Mm -hmm. you know so i i really do feel that it's it's a dialogue it's we're tangoing here and if if i don't have someone to uh an an audience
1: yeah then yeah yeah what's the meaning of it
0: yeah what's the point
1: for sure yeah no i'm with you i'm with you so let's talk about this uh, this this new baby of yours, this show. Uh, what what has kept you so busy over the past nine months?
0: Um, so, uh, I'm I'm going to not tell you the like reveal certain right. You don't want to details. give it all away, okay? Well, yeah, I gotta keep you know what is JJ Abrams like? Keeps it in the box, you know. to no pay alerts. to See what's in the box. That's yeah, all right. Yeah, I yeah. Know, I want to. Uh, there's certain dots I need to t's i need to cross and dots i need to i okay I, i's i need to dot that, yeah. before i do that and i want to do okay. that myself first so i don't think i'm i'm not coming out here per no, se no
1: i no i appreciate that thank you for sharing <laughs> that with me now now here's one thing i will but no but i can tell it. still okay. tell you about it i can yeah, still okay. tell you about it i okay, just great. can't
0: like reveal gotcha. all the all the spoilers understood um, it's uh no it's uh it's Similar to my past shows, which, granted, you probably, you needed to be in Edinburgh in, you know, Scotland in 2006, whatever year to see. Mm. Uh, So, that may not mean much to most people. Uh, Although, they can go to YouTube and Mm. uh, either look, up just look up Naomi Grossman, but you'll see either Carnival Knowledge was my, the second one. And the first was called Girl in Argentine Landscape. So, if they Mm. look up either, they'll see little, um, they will see snippets like three to five minute sections very nice if they want the full show they can contact me you know i'm on all the social media so and i can actually like sell them a dvd so you know the the same as i would at a comic-con
1: Right, right, that's right. easy.
0: So if people really want to see the full thing, yeah. um, you know, unfortunately, I can't give that away only because yeah. I still, you know, I want these colleges to 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 bring me back when we when we do have live shows. So I no, I, absolutely. You know, um, yeah. Although I will say that uh, that's another one of the things that I'm kind of planning. Um, so in conjunction, uh, so uh, sorry. Um, what I'm trying to say is the this new show is. Yeah very akin to what those first two were like
1: it's
0: totally autobiographical yeah it's uh hilarious horrifying Mm um uh there's it's it's painful it's it's vulnerable like a blend of
1: all those things right and
0: it's and it's dirty like it's and it's all it's all those things um and so so, uh, I personally, and I, I've been told that people say, oh my God, it's, it's even better than the first two, which is of course music to my ears, because you know, they say sure. you're only as good as your last, your last, last thing I yeah, want to do, yeah. you know, my last ones had, I, I left pretty big footprints for myself. And so sure. last thing I want to do is really muck it up at the end here. Right, so and take a step um, back.
1: yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Yeah no so
0: i'm very pleased that you know people think it's it's just as good if not better than the other two um i believe this one has much bigger commercial appeal and not just because i have more audience now you know let's face it i you know i I have followers i've got people you know painting me uh, enough to cover a room um Uh but uh, i i think like this show these people yeah. are going to be are going to be loving this show they'll be
1: floored right they will be they floored. will be I yeah. Mean, yeah
0: yeah yeah the show is without spoiling anything um it's a autobiographical mm-hmm. anthology of st- stories of self-compromise gotcha Gotcha. uh which is interesting because your show you know we've touched on a lot of that here Mm -hmm. um none of what I've said today is necessarily in the show but um you're you're gonna definitely see some pre-pepper Naomi some post-pepper Naomi and some like pepper
1: um
0: yeah so uh, I think like I said for the for the American Horror Story fans in particular it's gonna be jaw dropping and eye opening because they're going to get all those you know bts yeah Yeah, all the um all the stuff that you want to you know want to know about your favorite character on tv i'm here to like tell you right you know on a stage for an hour
1: directly directly from from your mouth
0: yeah and not a single word of it is is made it's all true
1: all true that is Fabulous. Absolutely spectacular. And I, and I tell you what, we'll make sure that we have links to your YouTube channel yeah. and the social medium so that our listeners can connect with you. And so they can kind of like uh, before a new season of, uh, of a series uh, is is released, how you catch up on the previous seasons. Well, I yeah. want the listeners to be able to catch up by watching the, the, the ones before, right? So we'll definitely have links to those uh, those, episodes. Yeah, well,
0: I'll tell you, my hope, uh, (laughs) I mean, my hope all along was to be able to... um, sell this show to, like, a Netflix or Amazon or one of those right. as one of those, you know, one-hour comedy specials. Yeah, um, yeah. You, The fact is, those didn't exist back when I was doing the, the one-woman shows before, mm-hmm. but now they do. and sure. um, And these shows hold up. Like, there's no reason mm-hmm. why I'm not right up, the, you know... I'm not, yeah. you can't click right through me, you know, Mike right. Braviglia, John Leguizamo, <laughs> Naomi Grossman, like I'm doing, I'm doing what they do. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, my hope, it's funny, um, you know, it once felt like this lofty goal, but now with COVID, I feel like it's almost more likely for us to watch it in that way yeah, yeah, sure. than yeah. to gather in a theater anytime soon. So that's the plan. But while I'm at it, I intend to hopefully sell uh, the other two as well. So not only, you know, so you don't have to tweet me for, you know, a copy of carnival knowledge. I could, you can actually see it on Netflix too. So, um, you know, ideally there's a a trifecta uh, Mm -hmm. coming to, you know, your favorite streaming service in 2021. I don't know. I mean, I'm, the, but no. listen if you don't put it out
1: there yeah it definitely yeah.
0: isn't happening so and
1: i tell you if your fans listen to this episode they would be so excited to hear that uh, a possible trifecta and like you said i mean you know we can always spitball and and pontificate and 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 that sort of thing as far as what the future holds for us but again like you said if you don't put it out there you know then where's the potential of achieving it it has to mm-hmm. start somewhere right Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No. I, I. agree. Naomi, this has been a wonderful conversation for me. I, I hope it has been for you as well. I mean.
0: Oh, absolutely. Are you kidding? I. <laughs> first of all, you're a human, a real person that I'm connecting with, uh, and which, like I said, I, I'm a. I'm a fan of humans, and uh, I, I miss y'all uh, like terribly <laughs> lately. So I know um, I appreciate it and, and oh. gee whiz a chance to, 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 talk, to talk about myself oh, I love it by well, the way that guy got nowhere with me that was the end of that
1: okay I was wondering about that and I was oh, no, gonna maybe no, no. <laughs> okay no yeah that was uh, a deal breaker yeah I mean yeah that's kind of like open mouth insert foot I mean with the comment yeah. that he said I mean, yeah yeah, oh. yeah for sure for <laughs> sure Oh, wow. Naomi, thank you so much for being on the show. Much, much appreciated. Uh, at this point, I'd love to go into a short segment we call Three for the Road, and that's where I ask my guests three random yet thought-provoking questions, uh, inspiring them and encouraging them to answer in five words or less. So what do, you, what do you say? You think you're up for it?
0: So 15 words total.
1: 15 total.
0: Okay. I'm not a math person, so I've got to... That's okay.
1: If you get one or two over, I'll let it slide. How about
0: that? Mm, I don't know. Okay.
1: <laughs> All right. Naomi Grossman, three for the road, starting with question number one. If there were three non-electronic items you can take with you for one month on an island, what would they be?
0: a yoga mat
1: okay oh that's okay keep going
0: is that two yeah
1: we'll say yoga mat yoga mat okay
0: um pen, paper.
1: Okay. There you go. So you can keep that creativity going, right?
0: hmm
1: Okay. I'm digging it. I'm digging it. All right. Naomi, question number two. Throwing Actually, a light. yoga
0: mat. I can still do my yoga without a mat. That was, I just threw that away, yeah. no, that's but that's okay. okay.
1: Yeah.
0: It's okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's all, all right. All right. All I'm good. really
0: thinking this through. <laughs> uh,
1: well, you're doing great. Question number two. Question two is a fill in the blank. Okay. The energy that I feel from my fans inspires me to
0: keep going.
1: Very good. I mean, so much said out of just two words keep going. Yeah. Means a lot.
0: I will I feel like now, can I elaborate a little? Sure,
1: yeah,
0: go ahead. Uh, you know, the fact is, for the longest time, mm-hmm. I was the only one that believed that I had any talent. Yeah. <laughs> uh, only because, like I said, I, I wasn't getting cast. Right. Uh, and, you know, for for a really long time, it was like... I mean even my own mom I, I you know I talk about like no 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 it's going to happen it's 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 going right. to work I, you know
1: Yeah.
0: And even she was like okay wavering a little
1: yeah. You know and yeah, this is my yeah.
0: mom like she's my biggest fan. Right so, right. So like if anybody was going to believe in me it's her and yet mm-hmm. this is confirmation like it's not just me anymore. There's no. other people that believe that I'm actually good at this and that yeah. I actually am doing what I'm supposed to do. And Absolutely. I literally, like I told you, like just last week I was yeah. wrestling with my own, you know, self, um, uh, loathing is a little strong, but um, uh, you had doubts. doubt, uh, yeah, definitely yeah. doubt. And, and yeah. so d- to come in here and say like, well, there's a lot of people that don't doubt. Absolutely. Like So, who are you going to listen to? <laughs> you that's know, right. that's the right. evil little voice that's yeah. like, you know, or the the real people that you can actually like pick and touch, like that that you've met in Canada yeah, right. and Brazil. Sure. Like they're everywhere. All over the world. And, yeah. And and so this reminds me, even after you know auditions like last week yeah. where i'm you know wrought with anxiety yeah. i've got to remind myself like by the way i don't think i got that part i did get a call back but i don't think i got it but i'm going to keep going gonna keep going because yep. they that's what they want that's what i want and that's what they're telling me you're right
1: yes well you
0: this it is not so just a bunch of, this isn't a pipe dream this is no, actually real real no, life no.
1: Yeah. You're on to something. Keep going. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. Love it. Love it. All right. Question number three to top off three for the road, Naomi. What is success for you?
0: it's changed okay those words don't change i've had you know i feel like i have to qualify it and then i'll find a way to say it in five words um (laughs) it's just that you know we even we talk about like what's julia roberts it's like she probably has a level of where she she's got things she wants to get right she has goals She she's dreams desires Right. Even we all just imagine she's got everything she wants out of life, right, right. but I'm sure, you know, there's always more. And so I, there was definitely a point in my life where I was like, that is success. I got that, mm-hmm. but now I have a new one. All right. So does that mean it. I get 10 words?
1: Lay it on me. 10 words it is.
0: <gasps> okay. So no, but uh, initially the answer was Quit my day job
1: right initially that was it okay.
0: initially if I could just act if right. I could just if I could just not be a Spanish teacher right,
1: right that
0: would be success okay I quit my day job I am an actress that's all I am um, but I've got a new goal because I'm right. not done no <laughs> the new goal is to not have to audition.
1: <laughs> there you go. To not have to audition and that that will be success. That is your goal. That's what you're aiming for. I love it. I love it. You know, and
0: I mean in many ways I have it. Like it's yeah. very common like I I do get just calls. Yeah. You know, um Bookings, sometimes right? yeah. people are yeah, they just oh we need Yeah. They know me, you know. Sure. But yeah, sometimes yeah. I do have to audition and yeah. And it sucks. Like, I'd like to just, for my work to speak for itself and for them to just know, oh, right. She was nominated for an Emmy. She can handle this. Like, she was, we saw her in such and such. She was amazing. She got it. She's got this. Like, so I would love that. Like, I genuinely, I've entered this career that kind of requires Auditions (laughs) Auditions yeah. <laughs> and I don't love that, so if mm. I could just not have to do that, that would be awesome. It's all it's like an architect who's like, uh, not so much yeah. with the drawing, like,
1: doesn't yeah, yeah. love math,
0: <laughs> like, I it's too bad because it is part of the job, yeah. But if I could, um, you know, I don't know, find a way for like for for like androids to do it for me, I'd oh, love, <laughs> sure. yeah,
1: no, I <laughs> have our own clones, right? Take care of yeah. this for me yeah i do this more creative stuff no uh no makes perfect sense naomi thank you thank you so much for coming on the show man i really appreciate it and i i hope i truly and genuinely hope we stay connected so that down the line when you know this next show is uh released and people are talking about it and there's buzz love to have you back on the show to share those updates with the listeners if that's okay
0: Absolutely. I would love that. Um, and it's, at that point, I'll be able to speak probably more openly about oh, it.
1: For sure. For Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. No, cool. Thank you. Thank you so much, Naomi. It's been great to have you. And I want to thank all of you for tuning in and listening. Now, if you want to have VIP treatment with early notifications of upcoming episodes and guests before they're released, I highly encourage you to subscribe to our mailing list at roadtorediscovery.com. That's road, the number two, rediscovery.com. And don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your favorite shows. The Road to Rediscovery, it's a movement, a revolution. And guess what? You are now part of it. There's so many twists and turns on the road, and I'm so glad you're on this journey. Thanks again for listening. Shall we see?